Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We come to H-Time. Let's get the work in, man. Let's go. Great day. Great day. Oh, give me some juice, baby. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Monday to you. Happy Reaction Monday. We are still reacting, and there's plenty of to react to today. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed all the football. We've got our Super Bowl matchup for Super Bowl 58. And it is the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. If you want to know who's going to win the AFC title games, just follow the trail of Sean Pendergast predictions and turn 180 degrees and go the opposite way because that's that's what went. I had San Francisco, but I I had them covering in the game as well. So, um, so at any rate, uh, that's what we have, Kansas City and San Francisco. Welcome in on a Reaction Monday. I'm Sean Pendergast. He is Seth Payne. And, Seth, I would say my big takeaway, and we'll get into each of these games, those are two losses for each of those teams and probably fan bases too, especially in Detroit. Those are going to sting for a while. I can live with losing 34-10 to 10 to a better team like the Texans did a week ago. Like, I was, yeah, okay, I yeah. was okay, like, I was okay, like, six hours later. I... But those are the the way the Ravens lost with all the stupidity, and and the Lions are the big one everybody's talking about. <laughs> the, yeah, I, I mean, know, just like right. it was with all the stupidity. There's no other way to put it. It was just yeah, they, no. They, it was a, it was just a heap, heaping mounds of stupidity all over the place in a very winnable game. And so, um, yeah. and then the Lions, which is I mean, this will be the one that I think most people probably around the country are talking about because the Lions were 30 minutes away from doing a, like a Chicago Cubs thing from back in 2016 and getting to a, a Super Bowl when they've never been to one before, and they just unraveled in the most lion way possible. With The Dan Campbell decisions are getting a lot of scrutiny on fourth down, two fourth down decisions to go for it instead of kick field yep. goals in the second half. But, boy, some of the things that started happening in that game, you're like, this is what a cursed team looks like, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I you know what? I honestly felt like in both of these games – it's easy in hindsight to say this, but I think it would probably bear out if you look at kind of some of the, like if you went through and classified boneheaded decisions, clutch situations, dropped balls, things like that. It felt like both of the teams with the most playoff experience uh, took advantage of it Executed, and used it yeah. to their advantage, whether it's the way they played in the second half um, or like the deci- the things they did and did not do, all of that. But the 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 turnaround with the 49ers especially I mean it hinged on so many kind of flukish things there in the third quarter the the just gimme interception that turned into an Ayuk reception at the five yard line 
I that was I I think if they don't make that play right there, it's very unlikely that the 49ers even spark a turnaround. Yeah, that that and that was preceded by the decision by Dan Campbell to go for it on fourth and two instead of kick a makeable field goal. Yeah. Um and and on fourth and two, they they had a play. I mean, it hit the receiver in the hands, Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds is going to be another guy who's not going to be able to sleep for the next 5 days. Crucial drop on fourth and two, which would have it wouldn't have been an easy catch, but it's a catch an NFL receiver should make. The drop on third and nine a little later on in the second half by Reynolds is the one that's really going to haunt him. That was just took his eye off the ball. But it felt like, Seth, that fourth and two decision, up 24 to 10, you got a chance to go up three scores. Dan Campbell's getting a lot of heat for this today. They don't execute on fourth and two. And then a couple plays later, boy, it's on the TV in our in our studio right now. It bounces off the safety. Brock Purdy, who'd been awful up to this point, throws, yeah. th- overthrows a deep ball that should have been an interception, hits the DB in the face inside the five-yard line, and Brandon Ayuk makes a circus catch of it. It felt like that fourth and two decision was like this karmic gateway to to then some real Lions things actually happening. Like the the very they score right after that that circus catch, and then the very next series, Jameer Gibbs fumbles on the first play inside Lions territory. Next thing you know, it's 24-24. They've scored two touchdowns. The Niners have to tie it up in a matter of four minutes in the third quarter. And that Gibbs fumble, too, was on a play that was botched. It was somebody was going the wrong way on that. Yep. Miscommunication by either Gibbs or uh, or, or Goff oh, or yeah. whomever it was. I, I'm okay with the – without even breaking down the analytics too much, other than to say that it seems like a lot of the analytics people say it's pretty much a wash in that, deci- in that, in that situation – and if it's a wash, look, the Lions have made it that far by by doing just that. And they very easily, like, they had the situations where they could have made those. And and I think if you just even look at the game flow, too, at that point when the Lions went forward on fourth and two with about six and a half minutes remaining in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. um, Brock was 11 for 21 for 153 yards. Bad. yeah. Yeah, like he just, they, the, they had not been able to move the ball. And I, 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 I appreciate like what Dan Campbell was going for there. I don't think it was like an overtly meat-headed play or anything. And I also think that all of their decisions on fourth down are also like guided by the fact that the kicker they're using has been—he's not a good kicker. No, he's he's a really bad kicker. He's bad. He's bad. The the second one, the second decision to go forward on fourth down, I think is the one that probably invites even more scrutiny. You're down twenty-seven twenty-four. And you've got a chance to kick a 47-yard field goal to tie the game, and you go for it on fourth and three, and um, and and you don't get it. That that one was a more of a conventional. You didn't get it, like you didn't execute. Like the Josh Reynolds drop on fourth and two, you had a play that was there. Yeah. Um, the fourth and three was probably like the bad side of Jared Goff, where he got a little bit of pressure. He was asked to do things improvisationally, and then he just kind of threw the ball into an empty area, and it just landed incomplete. That one will invite more scrutiny because it's a 47-yard field goal. Again, as you point out, Seth, their kicker's not good. Um, but still, uh, I think, like honestly, I think 31 other teams probably kick a field goal to tie the game in that situation. Here was here was Dan Campbell after the game explaining or at least sticking up for his decisions. I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and, and not letting them play long ball. Um, you know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. Um, and I wanted to get the upper hand back, um, you know. And it's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. Um, 
I get that. But I don't regret those decisions. And that's hard. You know, it's hard because, you know, they didn't. We didn't come through. It wasn't able to, to work out. But I just, I don't. I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. Okay, so as far as the like the obviousness of going for the field goal in that situation, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people look at it and think, oh, okay, 47-yard field goal, that's, a, like, that's an easy three points. Why don't you take it? That kicker, Badgley, in his career, he's 13 of 24 from 45 to 50 yards. Like he's a 50-50 guy from 45 to 50 yards, whereas the Lions are like 70% on going for it on fourth and two or fourth and three. So like, like just by that math alone – it, there's a there's an argument to be made for him going there, and then I also think like I think when people do it in their minds, they just think, well, oh yeah, it's 47 yard field goal, no big deal. That's a that's an easy three, and it's just it just wasn't with that kid. He's just not a good he's not a good kicker. No, um, I thought the most egregious game management thing, honestly, even more so than going for it on fourth down, because as you've pointed out, this is what they've done all year. Um, there's at least one of those I would have kicked the field goal um, towards the end of the game. They're down by two scores. There's about a minute to go in the game. They've they've only got two timeouts left. Or no, they had I forget. I think I think they only had two timeouts left. They well, they two. had all they had all yeah. three. They had all three. And they had third and goal and they run the ball with like a minute and change to go and they don't get the touchdown. So they have to burn they have to burn yeah. one of their timeouts and that essentially means you've got to get an onside kick at that yeah. point. If you had all three of your timeouts and you score a touchdown there, then you can kick off and hope that you get a three and out there. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I get it. The win probability is very, very low at that point. It got a little bit of scrutiny from the broadcast team. It got way more scrutiny from Detroit people in their postgame show, I can tell you that. I listened to the postgame oh, show yeah. for the Lions last night. Yeah, it's a hobby of mine. I like to listen to losing postgame shows. I've had a lot of practice here from 2020 through 2022 listening to it as I hosted oh, you like it. Other, yeah, like a kind of, you, you can get tips for how to handle it. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Well, and it's it's fun to listen to other people suffer sometimes. Pettycast. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um, so, um, but I thought that was an egregious error, and that's a Ben Johnson thing as much as anything else. Like, you you had to burn a timeout. You had all three of them left, and you had to burn one with a minute and change to go. 
that essentially is a 40-second coupon that you just burned, and now you got to make an onside kick if you're going to – and they ended up scoring down there, too, on fourth down. They scored, and they, they had to try an onside kick, and they didn't get it. So yeah. little things like that. I, you know, little things – even things – there's so many little things the Lions did wrong in the second half that go unnoticed because they did so many big things wrong. The punt that landed inside the five-yard line that the guy tried to catch – for the Lions and walked into the end zone with it instead of just knocking it backwards, you know, yeah, like just little. Yeah. It's 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 like just it's like that decision to go for it on fourth and two, which again I don't think was a terrible terrible decision. It ended up being the wrong decision. It was like it was the gateway for all the weird and stupid stuff to start happening for the Lions. I, I think part of it too is that man, I, it, I was really tempted at various points in the first half to think like, okay, well that's just Brock Purdy, that's Brock Purdy, but then in the second half. There are a lot of moments where I was thinking, ah, that's, I mean, that's Jared Goff. What are you going to do? That's, uh, <laughs> you, you can't expect, you it. can't expect brilliance out of Jared Goff. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy ran really like appropriately well. He ran when he needed to run. I thought that that's one thing that Lamar Jackson seemed like he almost seemed painfully opposed to running. And I like, I worry sometimes when guys have tried to recreate themselves which he has successfully recreated himself as a dual threat, like a genuine dual threat, a passer and runner. Man, you get into these playoff games, and if, if, if it calls for running, run. Just run. And Lamar Jackson ran, he ran eight, he ended up running eight times. But uh, I, don't, I can't remember if there was even a single called run. There's at least one called run by the Ravens. And part of that was because of the way the, the Chiefs were blitzing as much as they did. But I, I, I felt like even after he was getting past the line of scrimmage, it was almost like he was still looking to pass. Yeah. Even after he was past the line of scrimmage. Like there was a psychological block there or something. Man, just just run. Yeah. Like that that the Chiefs defense, if there's one thing that was slept on really going into this conference championship uh, weekend, I think it was just how good the Chiefs defense is. They're good. And what yeah. they did to Josh Allen last week and what they did to Lamar Jackson yesterday. Let's talk more in the next segment about that AFC title game because I think there are a lot of Texan fans going, hey, we were blitzing a lot and it didn't work in the second half. What was working so well for the Chiefs and where was this Lamar Jackson uh, a week ago? So we'll talk about that. By the way, the early line on the Super Bowl, San Francisco a one-point favorite. So this is basically a coin flip game. Between it opened these up two. at like two and a half and then just got bet down very quickly. Yeah. My guess is the Chiefs wanted to stay right at San Francisco minus something because the Chiefs have done a very good job of channeling this whole underdog thing the last couple of weeks. Boy, if you went into that game hating Travis Kelsey, I can't imagine how Dude. the rage you feel right now. <laughs> it, was a rough, it was a rough game to hate Travis yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, well, especially <laughs> Kyle Van Noy. What are you doing? Like he gets the... Kyle Van Noy comes up and headbutts him, and then Kelsey just got exactly what he wanted—a fifteen-yard penalty. Kelsey's a perfect troll. He's like a, he knows exactly he, how to. Like you, yep. you break down when Zay Flowers got that stupid penalty, and you want to say immediately, like he's just doing what Travis Kelsey does, and you realize now Travis Kelsey would have done one of those things. Yeah, but Zay Flowers pushes the dude down and spins the ball on his head. Spins the ball at him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Payton Pendergast with you on a reaction Monday. It'll be Niners Chiefs in the Super Bowl. We'll be there. We'll be there in Vegas. Starting a week from today, Seth and I will be there. The whole station will be there. Yingling Flight is sending us there. Low T Center as well. We appreciate them for sending us there. Up next, we'll dig into the AFC title game. Where was this Lamar Jackson last week? Well, the Chiefs may have had something to do with it. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 